the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for your presence today. The Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yet all too often we choose to believe and rely more on what we see and hear rather than the hope and evidence we have in God and His Word. There is a purpose for everything God allows. Whether blessing or trial, steadfastly contending for our faith is spiritually fulfilling in ways we cannot imagine. Listen closely with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us. Father, we love you. We thank you for this special day that you've given us. And uh, we pray that you help me to preach in the power of your spirit. We just love you and thank you for allowing us again a chance to come in your sanctuary and worship you on this, the Lord's day. Speak through me now in the spirit and help us to be still and hear what the spirit of God has to say in Jesus name. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. Uh, If you would turn to turn with me uh, to the book of Jude, it's just a little tiny book right just before the book of Revelation. And um, just because it's a small book doesn't mean we should minimize the importance of the book of Jude. It's a very special book. It's an apologetic book. It deals with the contending for the faith and deals with the issue of false teachers that had crept into the church. And uh, Paul is encouraging believers to fight uh, for the integrity of the gospel and for the cause of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, I was moving along and then the Lord put me in reverse and said, uh, go back and deal with peace a little bit more. Uh, so, and I thought I was going to get to the, the latter part of this verse, but I can't because I got to listen to God. Amen? Amen. So the scriptures in Jude, it says in verse two, mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. And this, this verse is entitled, uh, Greetings to the Call. Uh, last week, we dealt excessively with the word mercy, and we dealt with peace, but God wants me to come back and revisit it because he gave me more insights for the church at large so that we can experience peace like the Lord longs for us to have. Amen? what is peace? Peace is inner contentment. It is tranquility. It is freedom from anxiety that comes from resting in Christ and knowing that your your sins and my sins are forgiven. I reiterate because you really need to know what peace is. It is inner what? Contentment, tranquility, and freedom from anxiety that comes from resting in Christ and knowing that our sins are forgiven through him. And uh, my, my, my question to you is, what are you worried about? Because worry uh, has a way of removing the, the inner tranquility and inner contentment that God longs for us to have. And many of you, the fact, 
The fact is, is that you've been worrying too much and it's actually warring against the peace that God desires for you to have. When you realize that God is sovereign, how many of you know God is sovereign? When you realize that God is still on the throne, how many of y'all realize God is on the throne? How many of you know by now that God doesn't get worried? God doesn't get fearful. And as long as he's on the throne, we can be at peace and we can be at rest to the glory of God. Hey, I'd like to say something about peace. A, you cannot have peace in a world filled with turmoil and trouble until, you, until Christ is your peace. I mean, how many of y'all know this world is filled with trouble and turmoil? You don't have to look long. You can look on the internet. You can look, listen to the radio. You can look at television. And, or you can just look around you and just see a world that is replete with trouble on every side. And as long as we're in this world, we're going to experience troubles and trials and tribulations. But you know what? Even though you have turmoil and America can be in turmoil in the world and Russia and all these things happening all over the world. Do you realize when there is no peace externally, you can still have peace internally. Isn't that beautiful that when the world is chaotic and confused and all in disarray, you can have the peace of God that will surpass human understanding and comprehension because peace doesn't come from external entities. It comes from an internal peace from abiding and loving the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The second thing I like to say, B, is this. You will not love and lust after the things of this world when you have inner peace and contentment in Christ, which keeps you out of financial bondage. Do you realize if you don't love this world and all it has to offer, and, and if you don't lust after the things of this world, then you don't find yourself getting in bondage financially and, and getting yourself all in debt and going buying more than you have the ability to pay simply because you have inner contentment and tranquility that keeps you so at peace with God and yourself that whether you have some things, fine, and if you don't get some things that you really think you want, that's all right, too, because you realize Christ is your peace. How many of you know Christ is your peace? How many of you know Christ give peace in a world that's tumultuous, uh, that's full of, of anxiety and disappointment and disarray? The world, the world doesn't give peace, but Jesus gives peace. See, if you do not have peace with God, you cannot have peace with yourself, and you can't have peace with others. You got to have peace with God before you can have peace with you. And until you have, until you, and then before you have peace with others, you got to have peace with yourself. God brings inner peace in you that can be shared abroad to others. Only when you have been reconciled to Christ, who is the Prince of Peace, can you experience healing relationships in lives of yours personally. And how many of you all have some broken relationships in your life? Raise your hand. Just be honest before the Lord. How many of y'all? Just raise them up. Raise them high. Just hold them up high. How many of y'all have broken relationships? But let me tell you something. The, the best way to get broken relationships healed is to first of all to make sure that you have peace with God. Okay? And when you have peace with God, then God begins to, to work on you internally. He begins to transform you, make you, mold you, fashion you after his likings and, and, and his desires 
And then he will move in you to be an agent of reconciliation. Say agent. Amen. Amen. We're to be agents of reconciliation and you will not be content with a disturbed relationship with your siblings, with parents, with children, with coworkers, with church members, or whoever that relationship, longtime friends, or whomever the case may be. Uh, God wants us to be peacemakers. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And, and let me tell you something, it's nothing like making up. It's nothing like you, you say, well, why can't they come to me? Because God is waiting on you to go to them. God is waiting on you to take the initiative. God wants you to be the bigger person. God wants to show you what he can do through you when you trust him. Look how quiet it's getting, but it's true. Why can't you take the initiative? Why can't you be the bigger person? That's the way God is glorified and the church is edified. And, And that's how you be released of anger and resentment and animosity that cannot do anything but destroy you and take away the peace that God so longs for you to have. I tell you what, our lives is but a vapor. The world is too short for us not to be living in peace. It really is. Time is too short. I mean, life is too short for me to be bent out of shape, angry, full of resentment, hate, animosity, and all I'm going to do is raise my blood pressure, get ulcers, and drive myself to insanity simply because I can't let go. I can't let go. You better let go or it's to your own physical demise. And God has brought you here today for me to tell you from the Spirit through Jesus Christ to be a peacemaker because a true peacemaker is a child of God. The scripture says in Matthew 5, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. Amen. D, many saints don't experience peace because they have the hurried syndrome. Say hurried syndrome. Which has stressed them out. When are you going to slow down? And don't let this world get you all hyped up into a frenzy which calls for your not having any inner peace. There will always be a train on the track. That's why you ought to leave early. The, the lines will be long at HEB. And uh, there will be traffic. But a lot of you will stress yourself out and you're in a hurry because you don't even start in time. You're hitting snooze buttons. And you won't get up. And that's why some of you all are so slow. And, and, and what God is saying to you, beloved, is that he wants to give you inner peace, and that peace comes from slowing down, hearing God. Many times in the scripture, especially in the gospel, the Lord himself said to many who were trying to rush him beyond God's timetable, my hour or my time has not come. Y'all remember seeing that in the scripture? And you know what they were trying to do? They were trying to rush God beyond the divine time clock. And uh, what God is saying, don't let the world hype you up into a frenzy, get you ripping and running here and there. Let me tell you something, you are not that important. 
We walk by faith and not by sight, and faith grows as we study and meditate on God's Word, fast, pray without ceasing, and look to God who knows all, hears all, and sees all. He will never leave us or forsake us. He will lead us, guide us, protect us, provide for us, and strengthen us. No matter what the world does, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, God is always with us. As His children, God keeps us first by fighting for us every second of every day. That makes our faith worth fighting for. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Repeat after me. I am not that important. We need to slow down and quit ripping and running and get off of the person's bumper in the traffic. Stop tailgating because you in a rush. And then you got those, you're tailgating and on the back of yours, you're talking about Jesus loves you. (laughs) Take take that bumper sticker off the way some of you're driving. (laughs) Uh, So slow down. God is calling you to slow down. Uh, Then E, peace comes from listening to the Holy Spirit who lives within you and I if you have been born again. Apart from the new birth, there is no peace because you have to have the Prince of Peace before you can have peace like only God can give. And uh, when you have inner peace from Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit lives in you. And if you listen to the Holy Ghost, he will give you peace. Number one, listening to God keeps you in the center of God's perfect will for your life which ushers in peace. Restlessness comes from going contrary to the will of God for your life. And you know what? God has a purpose, a plan for your life. It matters not, you don't know who your mama was or your daddy or how you were born or what circumstances you came out of or how deplorable your past may have been or Maybe you were abused or misused or something tragic has happened in your life. Beloved, God knows that. And God can heal your past. And God can fix you. And some of you holding on to the ravages of your past, and God wants to do a wonderful release and do wonderful things beyond your imagination through you right now. And not only do you have a past, but God has a future. Amen. Say God has, God has a future. God has a future. And he's not only God of the past, he's God of the future. He will hear your past in your present, preparing you for the future. Did you hear that? He'll, he'll heal your past in your present, preparing you for the future. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Can't nobody do you like God. Are you in the will of God? Are you where God wants you to be for this point in time and season in your life? Life is also too short for you to be out of God's will. You don't just need to be in his permissive will. You need to be in his perfect will. God has a will. Uh, You say, well, how do I know the will of God? That's easy. Start walking with the Lord. And he will bring you into his will. Start reading his word. Develop an intimate relationship. The closer you get to God, God begins to reveal progressively uh, what he wants you to do. He'll bring you into it. If I had time, I could share the testimony of how we got to San Antonio. 
And I can, we just see the hand of God, the sovereignty of God, the providence of God all over the experience of getting my wife and I to San Antonio to be ministering to this church for this point in time. I had no idea I would be here at this time from um, Hamilton Middle School uh, in Houston, Texas, and my wife, Butler Binion Law Firm in Houston, Texas, and how he can uproot us, sell a brand new house we just bought, take two babies, bring us here, and get one church, and then start another church, take from a little YMCA, and then give us a, a global ministry all around the world, schools and all kinds of stuff happening everywhere, but it comes from being in the will of God. Your most productivity and your most fruitfulness is when you are where God has called you to be for this point in time. Are y'all hanging with me? I know you're listening. You're listening. So, so listening to God keeps you in the center of his perfect will, which ushers peace. Restlessness comes from going contrary, just like Jonah. Jonah, man, he got restless and he went the opposite direction instead of going what God called him to do. And he didn't have that peace. As a matter of fact, he ended up in divine chastening. And, and, and God used a fish for a taxi cab to get him back where he ought to, to have been in the first place. You, you know, you, God is too big to run from. As a matter of fact, he's so big when you're running from him, you run into him and don't even know it. Let me tell you something about hearing God. Hearing God will keep you from attempting to be all things to all people. You know, some of y'all think y'all, 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 y'all all think you can't be everywhere folk want you to be. You, you really can't. God has a spiritual agenda for your, for your life. Repeat after me. God, God. Has, a has a spiritual agenda for my life. Thank you very much. Wise is the person who knows when to say yes and when to say no. Being a people pleaser will disturb your peace. Being a people pleaser would disturb your peace. I, listen, y'all, I'm the pastor of this church. It's almost 1,400 members here. I remember we started a little YMCA building, and it was just a little handful of people. Man, I could make all the graduations. I could make all the stuff, and I had time. The church is so little, I could just be there. But now, if I attempted that now, y'all will bury y'all pastor in a few months. You know why? It's more graduations than I can attend more celebrations than I can ever, I can't make everybody's dinner. I can't make, I can't make, I can't go out of town for everybody. I can't be everybody's errand boy. I can't be just at your beckoning call. I wish I could. That's why we have leadership. Say leadership. That's why we have family ministry and counselors and all these kinds of things, because I am not going to be a one man show. And besides, God has not given me all the gifts. That's why you have gifts in the body of Christ to the glory of God. Amen? Amen. And he expects you to do something with what he has given you. Has given you. I wish I could make every, your child's football game and all basketball games and all the other things. You know, when I can, I can. And when I can, I can't. And I can't be all nerved up simply because I can't be at everybody's beckoning call. You will not make spiritual progress in your life with everybody ordering your life around. They'll make a spiritual fruitcake out of you. <laughs> you know, you can't, you know, no, no. Folk will kill you. They, they shed one tear and then go on with their life. 
you got the heart attack. You can't be all things to all people. Learn to, to allow the Lord to set your spiritual agenda. The Lord says, my yoke is easy. I like that verse. My burdens are light. And some of y'all all wore down and tore up because you've taken on burdens from people that the law didn't give you. The law didn't give you. Don't get me going in that direction. I'm trying to let it go. But I'm trying. Somebody in here today needs some peace. Number three, something is terribly wrong with your relationship with God when you think you have inner contentment doing absolutely nothing for the Lord or as little as possible because of selfishness, we are saved to serve. Something is wrong with you. If you can be in church year after year and you just warm that little fuzzy seat, thinking, say thinking, thinking you have inner contentment, doing absolutely nothing for the Lord or as little as possible because of your selfishness, we are saved to serve. Now, what ought to disturb you is when you can come to church and be blessed by the gospel and be ministered to and be served. But the question really come is what are you going to give? Where's your place of ministry? Where's your place of service? God calls all of us to service, and he expects you to take your place and rise up for this appointed time. Uh, Number four, serving the Lord with the wrong motive will disturb your peace. uh, Did you hear what I just said? Now, some of y'all serving the Lord, and and you're working uh, feverishly, but the motive is bad. Engaging in the lives of others to gain control, engaging in the lives of others to gain influence and power is not of God, nor does it bring glory to God. You are not about controlling folk, being manipulative in all these kinds of things. That really uh, disturbs the peace because God doesn't have, God wants to be in control of the lives of individuals and not you. And when your motive is defiled, then it really destroys the peace that God longs for you to have. Number five, being negative and focusing on the weaknesses of others will disturb your peace. When you have a negative bent, always critical, always fault finding. uh, Yes, that's good, but it disturbs your peace. None of us in this room are perfect. None of us, not even you if you think you are. All of us have weaknesses. How many of y'all know y'all got weaknesses? I'm going to tell you one. And if you don't raise your hand, the weakness is lying. <laughs> All of us have weaknesses. Oh, I got so many strengths, I don't know why I can't find it. I tell you what, oh, oh yeah, oh, come on, get over yourself. You do have weaknesses. There's, there's no perfect husband, and that wife can substantiate that. And there's no perfect wife, and that husband can validate that. There's no perfect child. Child may be good, but they're not perfect. That's why we have spankings, amen? They don't come in this world perfect. Amen, spanking. 
spankings. Proverbs talks about the rod and whipping. I'm not talking about abuse now. I'm talking about healthy child discipline. It's no perfect child. The worst thing you can do is just beat your child down. You made A's and B's, but look at that C in that math. Ooh, you made three touchdowns, but you did fumble that ball. You know, it's just always something. Uh, honey, you made the coffee well, but you burnt the rice. You go to the store for the, for the wife and three items are left off. Can't you get anything right? Well, he did bring something home. You see, we always going to, I mean, it goes on and on and on. You wash the car, but where, what, look at that spot. You know, come on, y'all. You need to give each other a break. God don't call you to ride anybody. We are not your horse. It's no perfect company. Some companies you try to get into, and but once you get there, you're gonna find it doesn't matter how much it pays. You're gonna find out that company is not all it's supposed to be. <laughs> Let me just say it like that. Amen. Okay, wait, wait, you can go, you can call all the companies, Fortune 500 com- companies. You stay there long enough, you're gonna see something wrong and something you don't like. Because you got imperfect people working there. No perfect company. No perfect supervisor. You know, you got good supervisors. And you got some ruthless bad ones. You got some supervisors going to lose their job because they're trying to please the employees. To their own demise. Uh, you don't have, you, and you got some, and some supervisors got some bad employees. You know, they, they mooching. And, and, and clocking in late, leaving early, taking extended lunch breaks that, that's unauthorized, taking pencils and paper clips <laughs> that belong to the company. Talking about, you know, who, oh, they got plenty of money, but it's not, it doesn't belong to you. What you say amen? amen? Bad employees. Contending for our faith is worth the fight against Satan's tricks of his trade. He won't stop trying to circumvent our faith. Therefore, we must keep God first in all we do to resist him. We must be steadfast in exercising our authority in the name of Jesus to thwart Satan's efforts. We will be the recipients of God's perfect plan for each of us if we contend for the faith, or we will suffer the dire consequences. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas 78109 directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.